0: On today's show, after blowing a 19-point lead, did the Dallas Mavericks just waste their best chance to turn this series in their favor? And what happened in that third quarter where the lead really broke down? We'll talk about all that and more on today's Lockdown, Lockdown Mavs! Mavericks. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks A.K. Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. And, Lady Rod, and welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, media member and NBA channel manager for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen every day, even after playoff Western Conference Finals losses. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can subscribe to the show. And the best way to help us grow is comment below. What's the biggest fix that Jason Kidd needs to make? What's the one reason why the Mavericks lost this game? Put it in the comments below. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. They have you covered for everything. Props, odds, lines, spreads, more than any other site. BetOnline, where the game starts. And joining me, as always, on the road, co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com. The road renegade. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Woo! Man, that second half sucked.
1: <laughs> it sucked so dang bad. We um you know, obviously we're here in the Bay for games 1 and 2 and you know, we were excited for this game too. And you know, that first quarter happens, that first half happens and you know, we're hyped, not as hyped as this one Mavs fan.
0: <laughs> that was nearest. We should just give him a name. I don't even know. Bennington. Bennington was so hyped. This guy was screaming
1: <laughs> at all Warriors fans. Just like the annoying guy that you're like, is this guy really sitting next to me?
0: Standing up, pointing at people, like like wanting to fight people 10 rows in front of him. Yeah. They were turned around yelling at him. I mean, he just wanted all the smoke.
1: And then in the second half, I never seen him at see, all. I didn't, I, I, I didn't I know. They, it, it's like they him engulfed at. him or they just ate him and uh, he was gone. But, man, t- tough, uh, tough, tough loss. Like, there's no there's no way around it to say that that was just a, a brutal loss.
0: The Mavericks had an opportunity. They did. They had an opportunity to win this game, and it was right there for them. And that third quarter is where it really turned around, and there's a bunch of different reasons why. Um, the Mavericks, you know, lost this game. You could start going through them, um, but in that third quarter, the Mavericks went away from the things that were working for them. You know, Jason Kidd after the game said, "You know, what was you know he was asked by Tim McMahon, what's the reason why, you know that that lead really broke down in the third quarter?" Jason Kidd said, "Offense. We only play defense when we score. You can get away with that in the regular season, but not here." Mm. I actually kind of disagree with him in a way. <laughs> It, it the, it'll, it'll, I thought the third quarter defense was not as bad you know, as the fourth quarter, but also they just didn't score. So like, I agree with him that, yes, they didn't score at all in that third quarter. They went away completely from what was working yeah. in the first half in that yeah. third quarter, and they only scored 13 points in the third quarter. You could just look at the, the, the straight-up score and say, hey, they didn't score in the third quarter, but I felt like they went away from the stuff that was working for them. It's not like they were just missing a bunch of open threes. They weren't getting good offensive possessions.
1: Yeah, so wait, what are you disagreeing with?
0: He said, you know, why did that third quarter lead break down? And he said, offense, we only play yeah. defense when we score. I thought they still defended decently well. They had a couple of loony plays here and there. There was like a clay, really tough jumper. Maxi mm. got beat by Jordan Poole on a play, which, you know, stuff like that happens. Um, you know, Wiggins got by Luca and then he got fouled by Maxi because he had to come up and help like a couple of those things happened in the third quarter, but I didn't think that was necessarily defense breaking down. It's just the Warriors being able to take advantage of mismatches against the Mavs. It was their offense in the third quarter that really just, just broke, just completely broke down. They went away from everything.
1: Yeah. It's not like it was, you know, the fourth quarter, you know, the, the fourth quarter yeah, if, was, if the
0: Mavs had scored yeah. like, you know, 13 points and the Warriors had scored 35 or 40 or something like that. I would probably agree with him, but uh, I thought their defense was still fine in that third quarter. That Warriors didn't go on a huge run. They just sort of like trick, trickled back into this game. Like they just kept pounding and pounding and pounding and eventually just broke open at the end.
1: Yeah, you know the Warriors scored forty three points there in the fourth, but you know I thought you were going to disagree with what Kid said as far as the offense uh, or the defense being connected to the offense. And I agree with that. Yeah, and even <laughs> I mean look at what Steve Kerr said after the game. So Steve Kerr was asked, he said, "Hey, fifteen threes for them in the first half, six in the second half. Do you feel like you played it better or they just missed?" And Kerr said this after the game. So if you're if you're in the camp of hey Jason Kidd's full of crap when it comes to hey if you don't hit shots then you're not going to play defense. That's not where I am, but that's okay. No, it's not where you're at. But I've, I've seen some fans post game say, "No, it was their defense. It had nothing to do with their offense." There, you know, in the third quarter, Steve Kerr says this. He has "I always talk about the game. The game is connected. The better you play on offensively, the the defense becomes a little bit easier because your defense is set. Yeah, you've got some confidence. You've got some bounce in your step. I just think the game is connected for us there in the second half." And he's just saying, like, even thinking about that in the sense of if you're hitting shots and your offense is doing well. It allows you the chance to get back and get set defensively and, like, know where your mind is at. Not including just the confidence factor of, hey, we're hitting shots. It makes you want to play defense better. That was one of the takeaways when, you know, we ran into Coop there in the, in the hallway after game one. It's like, man, when you just miss that many shots, it kind of just – it's demoralizing to yeah. you and your confidence and stuff. So it's just – it all – you know, they only scored 25 points in the third quarter. The Warriors did. But still, I mean, you're right. It's, it's the offense. They, they just – it was so wild how that it. We said this on the postcast. We we you know we did a postcast. with shout out to a lot of you guys who joined that. It was a, a good amount of you guys just that, on YouTube that joined us on, on YouTube right after the game, taking questions, instant thoughts there from from Chase Center. But it's wild how how much their offensive approach changed in the third quarter compared to the first half.
0: It did. It, it things really got away from them in the, fir- in the first half. They were attacking. You know Curry by way of Luka and Bullock pick and rolls. They did it 16 times, and according to Second Spectrum, you know Kevin O'Connor tweeted this out. They scored 1.8 points per attack on that per chance. 1.8 points on 16, you know, 16 pick and rolls with Luka and Bullock. Now, what the Warriors did was they switched who Curry was guarding. Curry yeah. was guarding Bullock in the first half. And so the Mavericks were able to run that over and over again. Switched it to Curry guarding Dorian in the first play of the second half. The Mavericks ran that play where they had Dorian come up and set a screen for Luka and the whole point is to either get Curry on Luka for a one-on-one matchup or that Curry and and Wiggins or whoever was defending they like sort of try to hedge it and try to like Not get Curry specifically one on one. And then either Dorian gets released and he's completely open, or Luca can just get by the two of them because they're trying to fight through the Dorian screen together. Yeah. And they did that the first play. And then they didn't do it the rest of the game. They just tried to. They just kept doing the switch and getting Looney one on one against either Brunson or Dinwiddie or Luca a ton of times in that third quarter, and it just didn't work over and over and over again. I mean, we were seeing it in the arena. We went back and we watched the third quarter here uh, afterwards, and Stan Van Gundy was just like screaming about it on the broadcast. Why are you doing this? And I don't know if that's a, a kid thing or a Luca thing or maybe a little bit of both, but that was just something that was not working in that third quarter at all and honestly like when Draymond came back in they started scoring again
1: <laughs> yeah I mean that was kind of like a joke there of Draymond getting in foul trouble it's like well I, I
0: kind of want you, him to yeah do you want him to foul out <laughs> I know I was like dude,
1: don't foul out we kind of need you in this game because they made the run you know when he went out
0: so th- that third quarter the Mavericks had a four, 15 point lead with seven minutes left in the third quarter It was a two point lead with thirty seconds to go in the third quarter. They were up by nineteen at one point. It wasn't even it wasn't even well, yeah, that's just that third quarter run. It wasn't even a Warriors we're gonna blitz you in like in like three minutes, and it was just a slow burn, like seven minute run. And so a lot of Mavs fans today, and myself included, are wondering, why didn't Jason Kidd call a timeout?
1: Yeah, I mean that—that's the thing, you know. With kid, it's it's a little bit opposite of uh, of Rick, you know. Rick, Rick loved taking his timeouts. Even you know, said this on a postcast, but even to the sense of Rick took so many timeouts, he got technicals. He he took timeouts even in games that he didn't have any timeouts left, and so he just take him and take the tech. <laughs> on top of that, um, kids like, hey, well, I'm just going to hoard them. Like, I'm just going to hoard yeah. these in my bunker and save them for the end of time, and then just have a million timeouts. So if there could be a balance maybe, but it's Jason Kitts talked about it. He talked about it again, post game of saying, Hey, this is a chance. I want my team to grow. Like we can make adjustments on the fly. He, he just views this as a growing moment for the team. And yeah, I mean, we're not coaches and that's, that's his thing. Obviously I'm, you know, I'm looking at it from just little old podcasters saying, Hey, I might have taken a little time out there, <laughs> but you know what? He's also coaching a team in the Western conference finals
0: coming up. I'm going to tell you why I think Jason Kidd is wrong about that. We'll talk, talk about that more coming up But before we do. Let me tell you about built bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I just ate one just now as I'm spilling sprinkles all over, the, all over this the hotel room, the built bar puffs. These birthday cake puffs are delicious. I love them. Take a bite oh, there. Uh, I already ate it. It's already gone. It's already oh. gone. I had already, I took a bite earlier. Uh,
1: how many calories did you just consume?
0: I <laughs> consumed 150 calories, just seven grams of sugar and like 15, 17 grams of protein in a bar covered and 100% white chocolate with marshmallow fluff in the middle of it. Sprinkles on top. They're great. They're an incredible snack replacement. If you want something late night like me, I'm, I'm after this game and I want to eat something, but I don't want to like eat my leftover burger from earlier. I don't want to eat like, you know, go down the street and get some good like, you know. Late night Chinese food. I want to eat something that's just going to tide me over, going to give me enough protein to, to get through this little hunger crave that I have. Boom, built bar. You eat one of those, get your fix. Built.com, promo code LOCK15. That's the number one five. LOCK15 is the promo code. Built.com for 15% off. Get them now. Good. Thanks for bringing Lockdown Maps your First listen every single day. Now make your second listen after this. Lockdown NBA Big Board. They got great stuff all the time on the NBA Draft. Go check out Rafael Barlow, our friend Richard Stamen, a.k.a. Mavs Draft. All about the NBA Draft. It's coming. We got to get ready for the draft because it is coming whether the Mavericks bow out of the playoffs or continue on. All right. I think Jason Kidd was wrong about the third quarter. And and I have a couple of reasons. So his quote specifically was... He didn't breathe. So our, our friend, our colleague Mike Leslie, asked him this question about the third quarter. And... He said – or about why he didn't take any timeouts in the third quarter. And they had four timeouts in the third quarter. So remember that one. He says this quote. Quote, you only have so many timeouts. I can't burn them all in the third. This is a great learning experience for our young team to learn how to stop a run. We took timeouts, but sometimes you have to put the ball in the basket to stop a run. Now that's true. Um, now that's true. You do have to put the ball in the basket, right? Like It's on, it's on the offense. But sometimes you have to stop – Play When the Warriors are, are playing fast and when the Warriors are doing their Warriors thing and the crowd's getting into it and they're getting loud and then all of a sudden Draymond's you know getting into it on the sidelines and Curry's getting hot and all of a sudden these guys are starting to see the ball go through the rim and you have to stop these things. Like Yes, you're going to go in and there's going to be you know crazy fanfare during a timeout. Like, oh, they called a timeout. We got them on the ropes and there's going to be all that. But then you can draw something up. You can come back. You can slow the, the game down. And I don't know about that that part about it. it's good uh, learning experience for this young team. How about win the game? How about do what's best to win the game? That's where I am right now <laughs> I, with I this. <laughs> he had four timeouts. He They finished the game with one, so he had one more. He took one at 30 seconds when they were already down by 10. Yeah. So he had two timeouts at the end of the fourth quarter that he didn't even take. And so that, that's why I'm, I'm sitting here. I think he left cards on the table yeah no
1: i'm with you i mean I, I would have taken a timeout. i do think you do learn from it i do think you can grow from moments of but but i think it's more of hey a, a miniature run and let it happen a little bit and then take the time out like don't let the whole thing you know um yeah
0: and it in his defense, there were stoppages. There were there yeah, were yeah. moments where the game did stop. Right, Draymond got his got his fifth foul. There, there was kind of a stoppage there. Uh, there was a stoppage when at like five minutes when Josh Green got to come back in, got to come into the game, uh, and he had substituted in. That was like it, that was in that third quarter run there. Um, There's there were yeah. stoppages. There was the whole like review that happened. Oh, um, reviews. <laughs> the reviews were, were rough even in the arena. Uh, there were stoppages, so I'll give him cr- credit on that, but. He didn't take timeouts. He didn't take a timeout during during this yeah. run. Uh, the only timeout was there was a TV timeout. That was the one where we were watching it afterwards, and I said, "Oh, look, they took a timeout right there." That's what he was talking about. And they came back, and they still had their four timeouts. That was a mandatory like TV timeout. So there was a stoppage there, but you got to you got you got to stop the game. Like you have those for a reason.
1: Yeah, and you know, in the grand scheme of things, because Jason Kidd didn't take a timeout in a run in the third quarter, is that why they lost the game? No, I, I'm not here for that, but there are a lot of smaller things. Like I know we're all talking about Josh green and Frank Nilakina. They yeah. probably by eight minutes. It's like, is that the main reason they lost the game? Well, It's,
0: it's the same There's, thing when people were complaining about Dwight Powell. Yes. People were complaining about Dwight Powell in this game too,
1: but it, but it's a, it's a collection of all these small things. And even in the third quarter, they obviously only scored 13 points in that quarter. It was a collection of things. It was, you know, the shooters not hitting shots in the third quarter. it yeah. was, that, you know, their, their choice to ISO Looney so much whenever you just kind of went, went, I mean, you know, we watched, like you said, we watched the third quarter again here in the hotel room. And as soon as they <laughs> ISO Looney the first time in the third quarter, I think it was Stan Van Gunny who said, Oh, this is the first time they've ISO Looney all night. It's like, Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> and then they did and, it three more times and, and he goes, why are they doing this?
1: And they kept on and kept on doing it. And you know, it's just, they, they kept, on they blitzed. I was watching moments tonight in which, they they were blitzing curry and you know some of the moments a decent amount of moments Luca's involved at in that. Some of the moments Luca wasn't involved. And it's yeah. like they blitzed it with like Reggie and Maxie. And it's like why why are we blitzing it there? I, I think they got it because Steph's not Booker and Steph has seen blitzes like this, he can he can pass out of those double teams and stuff. But some of it, and we said it on the postcast, some of it, of the blitzing and doubles, is because Luca can't guard him one-on-one. Yeah. So whenever Luca's man comes up to set the pick and they bring his man up, and Luca comes up, one of their ways of kind of helping out Luca on a team defense was is to bring up the guy and say, hey, let's just trap it. Let's just blitz Curry to get the ball out of his hand so you're not getting ISO'd on an island. And... So, I mean, that's just kind of like what you, you're doing with Luka out there defensively sometimes.
0: And they did a pretty good job on Curry. He had 32 points. He had five assists. It's not like he had a wild, crazy game in this one. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about Looney a little bit too because I thought oh yeah he had, he had a big, yeah, yeah. big moment before even that third quarter run. But with Curry, when, you're, when you talk about the blitzing, that's when, all right, so somebody comes, Looney or somebody comes up and sets a screen, and then all of a sudden there's two defenders near Curry, and Looney's either going to roll or whatever, whoever else is setting the screen is going to do something else. Then the two defenders come and basically try to trap Curry or basically just both defend him at the same time. And what Curry can do that what Donovan Mitchell couldn't do, what Devin Booker couldn't do, what Chris Paul couldn't do, is he's faster than all those guys, and he can pass better than all those guys, besides maybe Chris Paul. But he can, but they didn't blitz Chris Paul as much. He can pass better than those guys, and so he can, you know, pass through guys, do the hook pass that he does, and get over guys. He runs right by Luca, <laughs> even if Luca is trying to trap. There was there were issues with that all over the place, and I think that Luka's defense did play a huge factor in this game. The Warriors were attacking him; they were trying to go at him, uh, and this Mavericks team. Their defense depends on everybody being interconnected and everybody sliding over, getting your spot. And Luca had to defend a bunch of shots at the rim, and I don't think he defended them well enough for the Mavericks to to win this game.
1: Let's let's talk about Looney for a second. So Looney puts up 21 points, 12 rebounds uh, in this game. He's 10 of 14, literally a career night for him.
0: Never scored 20 points in the regular season or the playoffs. The first Warriors center with 20 and 10 since the 70s. Let's go. (laughs) it's not even wilt chamberlain (laughs)
1: um you know so a lot of discourse after after the game for mavs fans was you know like hey we got to go to a center we got to get a big um rudy colbert miles turner you know names it's just instantly you know with mavs fan on this and i'm not saying that that's that doesn't happen this summer but i do want us to like hold the brakes just a second and look at how looney got some of these points like yeah. It wasn't like a Joel Embiid type of performance that where you're just throwing it down in the block no. and saying Looney's just going to work and just working our bigs. Even look at what he said post game. I thought this was key from from Kevon Looney post game. He start, He asked about his you know his offensive night. He says J P Jordan Poole, Steph and our guards put a lot of pressure on the rim. Just try to be in the right place. Just open the floor up for them with me and Draymond out there, just working the dunker, the dunker spot, something I haven't done a lot this year, but something I'm pretty used to. They've been doing a lot of drop off passes to allow me to finish and pick and roll. And with these shooters that we have, the paint is pretty wide open. And so like, it's the, it's the outside that's opening up for Looney on the inside. How many of these possessions that w- we were re-watching the second half tonight when, once we got back to the room
0: and seeing... I think that's the eighth time we've said that.
1: Fourth. Um, do you still have the Dennis Smith top shot? Uh, we did. If y'all haven't seen, if you go to our YouTube channel, we talked to Brunson on media day, and you can see what he said about the offseason. Um, but but hey. no our boss says to play the hits we're playing playing the hits (laughs) but just to see how many of the times that you know dallas's perimeter defense got broken down whether it's pool staff whoever it is got into the paint and then it's a drop off to looney for for a basket and he had five offense rebounds we could talk about that but a lot of his stuff tonight were drop offs were these rolls to the rim whenever they're blitzing staff he's getting it right into the paint and it's a little bucket right there so it's not like he was Joel Embiid or Will Chamberlain out there tonight.
0: I'll go as so far I'll go so far as to say every single one of Kavon Looney's baskets, and I went back and watched all of them when when we got back to the, to the hotel room.
1: We watched the third. <laughs> no, yeah. but
0: I watched I went I also watched all of Looney's buckets and all of his, his shot attempts. Every single one of them was a was a perimeter defensive breakdown. Or
1: an offense rebound. There was there's a time he got an offense board. Well,
0: but that up. that to me is a breakdown in in putting a, a man, putting putting a body on a man, and that that was a perimeter problem too. Put him body <laughs> to, to to box him out. Uh, but yeah, Kevon Looney was was incredible, and I haven't put much thought into Kevon Looney. We went into this series thinking that he would be tougher because it, he he adds another element that the other centers that the Mavericks have played in the playoffs hadn't yet, because he can defend in space way better. We expected that. We expected the Mavericks aren't going to be able to play him off the floor as quick. Uh, I thought maybe it would, it would be,
1: I'll I'll use some words on it. I didn't, uh, I didn't think he'd be able to hold his ground as much as he has. Like him to play 32 minutes and play 28 game one. For sure. I I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought that they would have to be going smaller, way more than what they've had.
0: I thought they'd be able, able to play him off the floor a little bit. And they just haven't, they haven't been able to at all. At all. <laughs> like in, in and, any way. I mean, way. they
1: were better with him on the floor than Draymond tonight.
0: And so and we haven't thought too much about, about him going into the series, but Draymond the other day, when we went to his press conference, spoke so highly of him and yeah. talked about him in such a way that made me think, dang, like this guy. I mean, he was highly touted coming out of, of high school, going into you know, going into college, and you know, he was supposed to have all these skills and come out, and the Warriors thought really highly of him when they first came out and then he just didn't really pan out he had injuries and he just um, well, he's finally been able to play 82 games this year and Draymond what he said about him was he's professional he, he is more professional he said he's more professional than me <laughs> it was what, what Draymond said coming in and preparing and being ready and knowing what he's supposed to do and knowing his role and that goes to your to to what you said earlier his quote was you know they haven't done they haven't put me in the dunker spot very often but he was ready for it yeah. He was ready for it right away. And so, you know, just big props to him for having an incredible game. For the, the Warriors were figuring out a way to beat the Mavericks in that way. And the Mavericks perimeter defense just has to hold up. That's the, that's the whole thing with that. Because that stuff didn't happen with the, the you know, the Suns or the the Jazz or anything like that. So the Mavericks have to, to clear that up. Uh, but coming up, let's get into a couple more things about this game. Uh, why it broke open. What things can they do? What did Luka do in, in this game? What did Jalen Brunson do in this game? Did the Mavericks waste their opportunity because Luka and Brunson went off in this game? Talk about that coming up. Before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds, lines, spreads, everything for sports. So go see what they have available for you right now. They have the NBA playoffs. They have MMA. They have daily specials, horse racing. If you guys are into that, go check out everything they have available at Bet Online. They had the series at, at uh, this, the Warriors were minus 400. The Warriors are now not on anymore. They took the Warriors and Mavs off of it. I'm, I'm sure so many so much money was coming in on the Warriors that <laughs> like they took it off. But they do still have Celtics heat. Celtics are minus 285 favorite. So if you feel good about that, feel good about the Celtics game to win, go ahead and put some money down. Bet online. Check out the odds and scores on your mobile device or the website. Bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's give let's do let's do some credit because the Mavericks, yes, we, we just kind of buried them in the first half. It was a really bad loss. All the reasons why they lost, their defense broke down, their offense broke down, Jason Kidd didn't call a timeout. Kevon Looney was 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 playing really well because of the you know perimeter defense of the Mavs. But there are some good things in this game. We saw the Mavericks play really well in this game for three quarters or for two and a half quarters. The yeah. Mavericks played really well. They built up a 19 point lead. They were playing well. Their threes were going down. That first half was incredible for the Mavericks.
1: Can I, can I dog on them one more time? <laughs>
0: I just set up that whole thing for us to talk about some positives. Can we do, can we just do positives? Yeah,
1: we can do. Po- well, one of the things we didn't mention on the postcast, and I just <laughs> want to get this out real quick. Cause I, I did think this was huge for them.
0: Did you see this when you watched the third quarter again, when he came back to the hotel? Room?
1: It was in the third quarter. <laughs> the Mavericks. went. I wanted to check the timestamp on this. The Mavericks went into the bonus with six Oh one left yeah, in the they're third they're quarter. Wasted. Dorian Finney Smith shot four free throws that quarter. He was the only player to shoot four free throws or to shoot free throws the entire third quarter. And he <laughs> he shot his fourth free throw with 601 left in the third quarter. That means the Mavs went in the bonus at 601 left in the third quarter. Can we say 601 one one more time? People in the crowd, say 601. They never attempted a, a single free throw after that. Like you get in the bonus with Half the quarter left, and you don't take a single free throw the rest of the it's quarter. Ba- you it's have bad. to get into the paint. You have to score. We we didn't even talk about the points in the paint. You know, I mean, they got... Well,
0: it was all Kaban. that's Kavon Looney. Like, I mean, he's going... You right. got to
1: by a 32-point thir- difference in points in the paint. The bench unit, Dinwiddie didn't have a good night. I wanted to throw this out here before, because we didn't talk... I mean, these were huge things as far as bench, you know, the bench getting outscored. All right, we'll
0: bury him one more time. Where the Mavericks struggled in this game is where we expect the Mavericks to struggle, right? The Warriors just dominated those areas, right? Points in the paint. You just mentioned it. Mavericks got outscored 62 to 30 points in the paint. Yeah. Where does that come from? The Mavs don't have a a, a big. They don't have a big that, that can defend. Now, that's not the answer to all of their questions because that creates some other problems for offense, but they don't have a, a, a guy that can defend like that. Their perimeter defense breaks down at times, and then that's when you know they don't have any other options. And then bench points. The Mavericks are missing one or two solid rotation player, like playoff rotation players, in this rotation to be a really, really good, like actual title contending threat. Which is what we're talking about now. They're at yeah. this level now. where we're saying, okay, they're a title contender if they win this series, right? They're a title contender right now, I guess, because there's only four teams. Yeah, they left, are right now because yeah. there's only four teams left. But these are the questions. These are the thing. The big things. These are the answers that title contending teams have to answer. And The Mavericks can't answer them right now because they don't have enough players because we've been talking about all year. They need a couple extra bodies. They need a couple extra guys that are, are good enough. Tim Hardaway would probably be one of them.
1: Yeah, because I mean, kid was searching for that second guard off the bench, you know, tonight with Josh's minutes, Frank's minutes. You know, obviously Frank missed his shots, so they replaced him with Josh. Josh, it in the moments probably a little too big for Josh, and so then they're just trying to trying to just make some minutes work. But yeah, Tim would theoretically be in that spot, but the bench unit getting, like you said, getting outscored by over twenty, um, you know, points in the paint to Maxi. Maxie just hasn't had a good start to this series. I mean, that's an understatement. No. Got in foul
0: trouble. Game one. Tonight, he was a, a minus 20. He's having to work. I mean, he comes out and switches on some of those guards. Like, the way we're talking about, we're talking about Dorian and Bullock having to work. Trying yeah. to guard Curry and trying to guard Clay. But Maxie has to work, and he's, that that work for him is harder than it is for those wings. And
1: I think it's the pressure in which they're... They're working on the perimeter in the sense of, you know, it felt like the lane was so open for the Warriors in the second half, or in, in especially the fourth quarter, because it was because they were pressuring them so much. And, you know, I remember this Steph or this Clay play, he comes off the screen and he catches the ball, and they're playing so tight because they want to take away the three pointers. They only attempted 28 three pointers tonight. They've been averaging 40 in the regular season. Yeah. So the game plan for Dallas to take away the threes, that's working, except. Golden State saying, "All right, take away our threes. We're just going to go to the paint, and they're doing it, and they're doing it well. And they got to the, you know, they got to the basket tonight. So it's just whatever Dallas is kind of forcing them to do. They're taking advantage of it and executing on that. So, I mean, maybe they, maybe they try not to play as tight on the perimeter, give them a little bit more space, but then you're daring them to shoot threes. But all right, let's brag on this team. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, can we say some good things now? Because the Mavericks we we saw some success. There are there are reasons to believe that the Mavericks can have success against this Warriors team. And Luka Doncic is still the best player in the series.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, he had 42 points tonight. You know, I know he was a minus 12 net on that, but eight assists, 42 points, Like you said he hit five threes, 12 of 23. The first quarter was awesome. The bomb three from, you know, basically the logo there in the second, uh, second quarter was awesome. You know they were hitting their shots there in the in the first half. He was hitting the guys. Um, You know it was basically Luca versus Steph in the first quarter, which is a lot of fun just for so fun. general basketball fans. Luca versus Steph in the first. Um But yeah, I mean I, I just it, it was clicking. They were running that small on small pick and roll out with you know Reggie Bullock and letting him. I mean Reggie was was on fire tonight. What he finished with six threes in the game, yeah, six think. of ten. He was yeah. twenty one points, six of ten, and uh, so. I mean, Dorian's not getting the same amount of threes up so far in the series. Dinwiddie obviously had had a had a tough night, but when you look at Jalen Brunson and, and Luca together, I mean, Brunson hit four threes in the first half. He missed five three. He was zero of five in game one, so Brunson looked more comfortable out there tonight. So at least you're going into game three saying, "All right, our two guys, our duo, JB and Luca, look comfortable. They feel like they're they find their they found their groove offensively." You just gotta kind of make it all click at the same time.
0: And we said this after game one, they can get to their spots. They can, they can get their buckets. They can get these shots. Now they didn't get their buckets in in game one, but we saw them get to their spots. We saw them get the shots off that they like to get. Brunson hit his shots. Luca hit his shots. Yeah. It's it's possible now. Just the defense has to follow su- suit, and those shots have to come at certain points. And those certain points are the second half, and not necessarily the first half, uh, and, to go and on that, to go on this, these runs.
1: The non Luca minutes, like I thought, it was huge in the second in the second quarter to start yeah. the second. You know, obviously Luca plays all the first quarter to start the second. They go on a twenty-one to seven run without Luca. They go up. This is when they go up by nineteen. They go up fifty-three to thirty-four, and you're like, let's go like this is this is a cool a cool moment and obviously they, they lost that but i think that's a positive thing too of saying hey we we held our ground without luca on the floor too and went on that big run
0: if they get anything from dinwiddie they probably win this game
1: yeah dinwiddie it was just a weird game for him you know he he looked kind of didn't like he uh didn't look like he had his confidence some tonight he passed you
0: know. up two or three wide. He passed up two or three threes that he could have taken in that third quarter.
1: It just didn't look like he found his rhythm at all. Even there were some shots at the rim that I thought he should have taken, (laughs) but then he passed out and
0: well, he had that one shot where he was driving and Curry and him got like tangled up and it was like, it was almost a jump ball, but then he got the ball out and he scored. And I was like, Wait, how did he just do that? But it was the most yeah. off-rhythm thing that could ever look like I was like, of course. If Dinwiddie can't score at all, he's going to score on that junk that then he kind of just threw up. And Steph was like, how did I just call get not called for a, you know, a, a you know, a, uh jump ball or something like that. He all, Dinwiddie also had that weird travel in the lane that that stopped some momentum for the Mavericks. Yeah. Um in the fourth quarter, there there's just a lot of he struggled in this game and uh, they need more from him. It this is what those, this is the spot that the Mavericks are in. They have to have those three guys in big games step up and Dinwiddie's being asked to do uh a lot. He played 22 minutes in this game. Wouldn't it be great if he could have played like 30 because he was producing cuz he was out there cuz he was contributing, but that's where the Mavericks are.
1: I mean, at some point, does kid just say, all right, screw the other guard"? Like, Denwitty's just gonna play thirty minutes instead of having to play Josh
0: and Frank a total of eight. And it's just well, I don't know if he's picking between those two because they, they're he's trying to with those those other wing minutes. He's trying to spell Reggie and Dorian. I mean, Dorian played forty two minutes, Bullock played forty four, and those are hard minutes on these guys. They're harder yeah. These are minutes are harder on those guys in this series than they are in the Sun series or the Jazz series for sure.
1: Um, shout out to the Bertons, uh, Damian Lee play. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damian Lee never saw the court again after Damian that.
0: Damian Lee, more like Jet Lee. <laughs> I mean, if you that guy does a full like corkscrew flip in the air,
1: he could have gotten, I mean, probably silver, possibly gold <laughs> at at the Olympics for the aerial, the twist aerial <laughs> is good form. It was a good jump on that.
0: But to that to that play. So what happened in that play was you know uh, Davis is on the ground. Damien Lee kind of like stepped over him. Davis tried to stand up and obviously like threw his arm up, like right when Damien Lee was over him to try and just like hit him or whatever. And then Damien Lee did like this corkscrew flip over him to make it look like he got really hit in the air and then fell down. They reviewed it for like 25 minutes and then <laughs> two technicals were called. But right before that play happened, you pointed out to me, you said, look, look at Damien Lee in the corner. Bertans was in the left corner and right, right in front of the Mavericks bench. And Damian Lee just kept hitting him just like over and over, just yeah. like hitting his hitting, hitting like slapping his chest. Basically, Damian Lee was hitting Davis Bertans and Bertans didn't like that. And so they started getting at it and going at each other a little bit before that. And then that play happened, and we were like, oh, of course, because they had just been yeah. you know, going at each other and right before that during the play.
1: I was going to tweet that out, but I didn't know how to word it to where you could get the right context for it. But <laughs> it, it it literally started as they were coming down the floor, and just yeah. him just being up in Berton's space, Berton just kept – I mean, you know Davis Berton's going to talk his, his craft. <laughs> and then you know he kept on putting his hands on him. He kept on smacking his hands, and they were just being really aggressive with each other. And then obviously that play happens. he hits that three and you know so
0: i saw her tweet this out that um instead of green or Bert or, uh, or frank he would have just kept playing davis to just go all offense just like keep throwing him out there and get some threes because he's he creates space for him yeah which is nice and in this game this was a different game like in the first half the mavericks uh this is a, was a different the Mavericks could have won this game and I w- and I would have left that game saying the Mavericks just won in a different way because at halftime they had 131 offensive rating. Mm. Like it was just a different this was a different Mavericks level of offense. They finished with 117 uh offensive rating the Mavericks did, so their offense really fell off in the second half, but if they would have kept that same high octane level of offense by just putting Davis Berton's out there, and he hits a couple threes, maybe, and that changes it. Then they just keep outscoring the Warriors. Instead of what happened in this game, where they try to just go all in on defense, their defense was good in the first half, but they try to just go all in on defense, and it just they just didn't get the right buckets in, in the end.
1: Well, it just sucks that you scored 117 points and you were up by 19 points in the game, and then you end up losing, <laughs> you know, by nine points, and it wasn't even a clutch loss. And Ugh. I mean, that, that's the it's just the tale of two halves, right? Like, I mean, it's just if you, the game ended at the end, and, you know, I joked, I, I, I did a kind of a joke, uh, tweet, you know, at halftime saying, Hey, this is uh, goes without saying, but the third quarter is going to be massive. And it was, it was you huge. know, you only scored 13 points in that. So you should be able to score 117 points in a playoff game and come out with a win. But Dallas hasn't figured golden state out defensively yet. Like, you know the Golden State put up what I think 116, 117 in game 1, they put up 126 tonight. Like Dallas is deep. I'm not walking away of these I know they had th- only had 13 points there in the third quarter, but they had 32 in the fourth. They had 32 in the first, they had 40 in the second. They hit 21 three-pointers tonight. So I know I, I saw something about the TNT post game saying, man, you live by the three, die by the three and all this stuff. And it's like, bro, you they hit 21 three-pointers. <laughs> they they shot 47% from three tonight. I'm not That's not my big takeaway coming out of the game saying, man, they got to figure some stuff out offense-wise. Yeah, they shouldn't have isoed Looney as much as some of that. But
0: problem is they were 2 of 11 in that third quarter. They're 2 of 13. Yeah, um,
1: but but on the grand scheme of things, you hit 21 threes in the game. I'm not coming out of the game saying – or coming out of the – yeah, and saying, man, we got to figure some stuff out on offense. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the defense. They got to figure out the defense because they just – it was like a light switch. They just They were out of it in the second half.
0: Yeah, lots more to take away from this. There's so many other things, uh, but now go back to game three and four in Dallas. We've been here. We've done this before nah, with I've Phoenix. Done this before I, I feel more encouraged after these two games than I do after the first Phoenix two games. Obviously.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that moment there, you know, somebody asked us on a postcast, we took questions. They said, Hey, was this a moment for Luca again? And I, I don't think it is. I don't think that there hasn't been a moment so far in this series that I'm walking out of, like I did game two against Phoenix in the sense of like, that was kind of embarrassing. That was like a heavier moment of like, okay, there's a lot of animosity really targeting Luca and all of that. I'm not feeling this way coming out of this game. And, uh, but I want to see how they respond. Like they, obviously they're going to say and tell themselves we've done this. We've beat Phoenix. Number one team in the West 64 win team, but this Warriors team has been together for a long time. I had this, quote, I mean, this
0: Warriors team healthy in the regular season. So
1: yeah. And, and here's the difference between this Warriors. team. I, I put this, uh, I found this quote. Somebody asked uh, Steve Kerr. It's actually a stat. While you look uh, for that, Luca tied Dirk for most 40 point
0: playoff games uh-uh. in maps history.
1: Shout out to Dirk being there. Um, this this uh, question was asked to Steve Kirch and I and it's actually a stat it says your teams have now won twelve playoff games when trailing by at least fifteen points. No other team since 2015 has won more than six of those types of games. Like let that sink in. No other team since 2015 have won playoff games. <laughs> When you're down by at least 15 points, Steve Kerr has won 12 of them.
0: Okay, I don't think that that's an impressive stat. But think about how different teams have been since 2015 to now. Like, do we even have teams that have stayed together since 2015? But like, stayed, no
1: other team has. No teams have done that. Like
0: in a single regulars in a single playoffs,
1: or no other team since 2015 has won more than six of those types of games. Of all
0: the teams that's been in the playoffs since
1: 2015,
0: we're talking about in a single playoffs, not like yes. since 2015.
1: Since 2015,
0: yeah, but in a single playoffs, not like collectively, like not like they've done that in 20, you know, sixteen, twenty seventeen. A yeah.
1: playoff game in which they've trailed by at least 15 points, they've came back and one of won those 12, 12 times. The Warriors have since since 2015. OK, there's but, been there's okay, been 12 but, games in which they've been down by 15 or more.
0: Worth, it's not worth the us to argue about this.
1: <laughs> you don't think that's impressive. I'm, I'm trying I, to but, prove a point of no. It's, Steve Kerr's good. These guys have been to get I mean, his answer to it says just exactly what I said. That core group at this stage in the playoffs. It's about two way basketball. Like it's just a, it's another point of these guys have been there and done that, that there's been 12 times. Over the you know past seven that they've been down by at least fifteen points, and these guys can look at it and say, Well, we've done this before. We've we've been down by nineteen before in a playoff game, 12, 11 other times and came back to win this win this a game. This is what
0: we were saying about the Mavericks all season, that they've done that. Right? And so Yes. Regular is this-
1: a little different than playoffs, but sure. yes.
0: But here yeah. we are. But uh, here we are. I still don't think that's that impressive because of how much teams have changed. Like, since what does 20- that
1: have to do with the other teams, though? That's what because I'm that's
0: to. their competition. As to, they have the most since twenty since twenty fifteen. Like, who else would yeah. have them? What, like the Nets? You know, the the, the Lakers? Like the the Heat?
1: I, I mean, you know, team. A lot of teams that's been in the playoffs since
0: twenty fifteen. They could have had. I mean, the Mavericks have played fourteen games since. Then. All right, there you go. Up. Lots of lots of things to take away from this. Let us know in the comments what's the thing that. That got the Mavericks the most in this game. Why did the Mavericks lose this game? What changes do you want to see made? We'll, uh, we'll see you back for game three. Game three. Dallas. Gotta fly home. Bounce back. Let's do this. Go check out our interview episode if you missed that. Go check out the postcast and listen to that. Don't watch it because the video is so bad, but listen to it. Guys, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace Boom. out. Boom.